At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What is up and welcome in. It is The Edge here on VSIN, the sports betting network. We got a good show on tap today. Johnny Avella is going to be with us in 30 minutes. We get the bookmaker's perspective on the weekend that was probably a successful week for the books. After what we saw. Yeah. Depends on who you talk to, though. Look right? who's back. That's right. Look who's back in the big chair <laughs> today. As somebody called you at uh, Circa last night, Daddy-O. Mm. Somebody How do you like got, that nickname? Somebody who almost got punched in the face. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was not something that I enjoyed. He walked in and said, hey, Daddy-O. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's something that I have not even been called in the throes of passion with my wife. So that is something that is kind of wild. It's something weird. It was a little weird. Uh, but, yes, I am back. feel good to be back. And, obviously, do I look different? i got two kids now. Uh, when are you going to have the third? That's what we uh, want to know. We got the prop sure. set at two and a half, and uh, I got the under juice to uh, minus 130. I'll tell you something. Uh, let's juice that bad boy up to about minus 1,000. Things happen. <laughs> Surprises happen. Uh, especially after uh, medical Who procedures. Who thought the Buccaneers well. would get shut out last night? That's very true, okay. uh, and uh, I do want to get to that, but I figure uh, <laughs> that we should probably open up with a game that's going to kick off in less than an hour. Yes. And the two games that we will have here today uh, but let's talk a little Monday afternoon and then Monday night football. The Las Vegas Raiders and the Cleveland Browns are set to kick off here in less than 60 minutes. So this is pretty interesting. Raiders now up to a three-point favorite. Total is 41.5. This comes, of course, on the news, if you're under a rock, uh, that Baker Mayfield did not test negative. He cannot play today. So we are going to go with Nick Mullins as a starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. However, Matt Humans, and I know that you have that ticket, uh, the money line plus price, right, on the Cleveland Browns. Was that correct? Yeah, plus 145, which is not uh, <laughs> much of a bargain at this point with the Raiders. The Browns went from three-point favorites last night to three-point yep. dogs uh, today because Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum yep. are not going to play. So the number one and number two quarterbacks both out for the Browns, and it's going to be Nick Mullins at number three. So you're kind of back to where we were a few days ago on this game. Here's the thing, though. Wyatt Teller's going to play. Nick Chubb's going to play. Miles Garrett's going to play. And the Raiders are down arguably their two best defensive players in Denzel Perryman and Nate Hobbs. And their best offensive player, Darren Waller. Exactly. So this kind of leads me to something that you and I have harped on throughout this season. And in fact, the Browns are actually a poster child for this because there was a Thursday night game that they were a part of for the Denver Broncos, Mm -hmm. right? Where their roster was ravaged by injury. The market freaks out because Baker Mayfield's not going to play. They closed one and a half. They win by three against the Denver Broncos. Uh, We'll get to more of it in best bets, but I took three with Cleveland today. I think this is a pretty big overreaction by the market to push this six points in favor of a Raiders team that's not in perfect health in any way whatsoever. Well, at one point, this line got pushed 10 points. Yep. It went from Browns that's a good point, yeah. uh, minus six and a half to Browns plus four. 
and you just don't see 10-point line moves in the NFL. Obviously, COVID has created a uh, different betting world uh, here in the last uh, two years. But uh, I, I tend to think it's an overreaction, too. I think the Browns are going to try to run the ball relentlessly at the Raiders today. You're not going to ask Nick Mullins to step in basically on a short notice without much practice time, step in and put the ball in the air 30 times. Right. So that's you would think that you can't plan these things if you're the Raiders. But if you can get out to a lead – on the Raiders' side, you're in a pretty good position because then you're going to force Nick Mullins to throw the ball, which is what the Browns don't want to do. But I think the Browns are going to try to manage this game, control it on the ground, and uh, I would probably lean under the total of 41.5. But some people say no leans in sports betting, and I tend to disagree. Uh, I tend to agree with that. So no. it's just a you know a minor opinion under 41.5. I did not bet the total. Like you said, I thought – you know, if that game got rescheduled, that the Browns plus 145 is going to be a could be a really good bet, and that's why I made that uh, before the weekend. But I'm just going to sit on that and uh, hope for the best. Yeah, and the other matchup here too is kind of pointing out that this offense again might not be. You know, you might not have a Jarvis Landry out there, but mm-hmm. like you said, Nick Mullins throwing the ball is not what you want in this kind of game. And, and not only, yeah, and who's he throwing it to? Right, because the Browns' wide receiver core is uh, wiped out. You don't have Odell Beckham's long gone, and if you don't have Jarvis Landry. Uh, you're, you're basically throwing the second-team wide receivers. Not a good situation for the Browns' passing attack. No, but the running attack taking on a defense that is 15th in adjusted line yards per mm-hmm. carry by football outsiders, 18th in second-level yards allowed per carry, 24th in open field yards allowed per carry. So, in other words, the Raiders give up quite a few big runs, chunk runs, and this is a team that's got an explosive running game because Nick Chubb is going to be out there. So, uh, you know what's ironic? Nick yeah. Mullins made his NFL debut in 2018 with the Niners against the Raiders. That's a good pass point. for 262 yards and three touchdowns. I see that on Fox. I was right going to say, now. you got that right off the top of your head, huh? <laughs> how, how ironic is that? His first, his first win with the Niners was against the Raiders. He actually played well. He said 262 yards passing and three touchdowns. So it's not like he's, uh, uh, it's not like he's totally incapable. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's a big challenge for him because he's new in this system. And he doesn't he does not have elite wide receivers to work with. So this game's going to kick off in less than an hour. So like I said, I'm in on Cleveland. Uh, bet them plus three. It's three in a lot of spots as well. Some two and a half altered juice, whatever. So if uh, you like a side and if you're going to get in late, you should be able to get the number that you want if you're, I guess, if you're laying two and a half. But you're a little late to the party. Not getting a lot of value in laying two and a half if you like the Raiders in this spot. Yeah, it's kind of a love-hate situation as far as this whole thing goes. Yeah. I, I hate the way the COVID has continued to create havoc in sports. And, uh, but I love the fact we have Monday afternoon football. That's right. And, and Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon say, yeah, football. So lots of stuff, it's okay right? to have the NFL schedule stretched out. I think it should be like this more often. Yep. And this is the cool thing, too. We don't need nine games in the morning on Sunday. Oh, that's one of the most ridiculous things yeah. ever. But, you know, like after the show today, going to go watch Spider-Man. And then afterward, when are you going to go see the movie? Uh, never. What? Get serious. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man. Set it up. You knock it down. It's great. All right. We move on to it. By the way, uh, we also have the Monday night game tonight. That would be Minnesota and Chicago. Vikings are up to a six and a half point favorite with a total mm-hmm. of 45 and a half. And again, like, I'll just stick to this. It seems somewhat like, you know, repeating myself ad nauseum. But again, like you have to realize if you're getting in late on these sort of things, Everything that you know is baked into some of these numbers. So if you're walking into a sports book or firing your app up today and saying the Bears have COVID issues, I'm fading them, <laughs> this has already been accounted for, which is why you see a lot of these instances where these teams that are suffering shortcomings, whether it's through injury or COVID uh, personnel absences, they actually still come through, right? Mm-hmm. The most recent example, what happened Monday night with the Rams and the Cardinals, right? And there wasn't a big move there. It was only a half point, but it got to the key number of three. The Rams won that game outright. We have plenty of examples this year. The Cardinals, again, taking on the Green Bay Packers at home, right? Yeah. We saw that because uh, both Alan Lazard and Devontae Adams didn't play in that game. What happened? Packers won the game outright. So mm-hmm. these are kind of factors that are always baked in these numbers. So I always tend to lean actually toward the bad news just because at some point you're all, you're getting some value on the team that is actually in the worst spot from a yeah, personnel Yeah, that's where standpoint. the phrase comes from, bet on bad news. Yeah. And uh, it's not just COVID. It's injuries and uh, dissension and things like that. The, Urban Meyer getting fired. Yeah, Urban Meyer. <laughs> Well, a lot of people thought that was good news. Anyway, we'll talk about that. But, uh, yeah, it's built into the number here at six and a half. And uh, 
actually, if the Bears didn't have all this bad news, this number would be three or three and a half, and that's probably what it should be. Yeah, but uh, for me, out of the two, this game, didn't really have a read on it, have no interest in it, and I will say this. uh, No interest. No interest at all. You're the guy on last night's show who called the Jacksonville Jets game kind of fascinating. Uh, Yeah. You have no interest in the Vikings-Bears. In terms of interest? Are you serious? Jets and Jags (laughs) kicks this game's ass. This is incredible what we're going to see between those two next week. Your guy, Kirk Cousins, is starting in prime time, and you have no interest. Not really. I'm I'm going to watch because I'll get out of Spider-Man in time. Uh, But, you know, I'm going to watch the game. But I have no interest from a betting standpoint. Kirk, look, I am disappointed also in the Minnesota Vikings. They got a ticket on them at 30-1 to to win the NFC. We talked about it a lot. Statistically, they have the profile of a team that should be one of the better ones in the NFC, but they continue to fail to deliver Mm -hmm. some. Uh, Six and a half seems like too much to swallow for a team that consistently shoots themselves in the foot and is poorly coached. Is that fair? Yeah, I think Mike Zimmer is probably at the end of the road in uh, Minnesota. This is a Vikings team that nearly blew a 29-0 lead against the Steelers right. not long ago. Right. That's hard to do against that Steelers offense and cranked out a total of 168 yards yesterday against the Titans. Anyway, we got some more important business to wrap up from the weekend. Yes, we do. We have a lot. So where do you want to go? Do you want to go to analytics or do you want to go to the shutout by Tom Let's Brady? Let's go to the shutout. Yeah. you got to go to the sh- Tom Brady, when was the last time you saw him shut out? Uh, well, it has been a while, but let's go to this. Tom Brady's streak has come to an end. This is from ESPN Stats and info. Tom Brady, Matt Humans, getting shut out at home for the first time in his career and has lost four straight against a single opponent for the first time in his career. In the regular season, you've pointed out, they have a postseason win over the New Orleans Saints. Look at that photo. He looks so sad. Like Nothing's going right in his life. Tampa Bay closes an 11.5-point favorite, tied for the second-largest favorite to be shut out in the Super Bowl era since 1966. That's that's significant. Uh, The Bucs were 11.5-point favorites and lost 9-0. Uh, so, yeah, you got to go back in the history books for that one. Yes, you do. And, by the way, so this is one of my favorite things that I've seen on Twitter today. Uh, I should have sent this in, but I'm terrible at my job. Uh, how about this? I saw it on my way in, so I think it was a little too late to turn around. If you go by most win probability lost by choosing to kick, in terms of, like, punts, whatever it was, Bruce Arians leads the way for the season. By far, some of the worst decisions in terms of kicking, not going mm-hmm. forward on fourth and short, all of those things. Last night cost his team. 29.1% in terms of win probability. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I thought he made some questionable decisions in that game as well. And uh, more bad news for the Bucks. Not sure if you want to bet on this in terms of the Tampa offense, but Chris Godwin out for the season. Yep, so that sucks. Last night, Tom Brady without uh, his top three receivers, including Leonard Fournette, the running back, who he targets often. And uh, now Chris Godwin done for the year. So it's a big setback for the Buccaneers offense, though. They are expected to get Antonio Brown back, (laughs) (laughs) which is great because uh, Bruce Arians, it was called back today. If you remember Bruce Arians, one more strike and Antonio Brown is done. Yeah. Uh, Potential felony. Yeah. You know what? We're fine. He's okay. He'll be back. I meant to say two strikes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, What was it? It was a Petty Hardaway. Did you see this quote over the weekend where he's talking about his team's vaccination status? And he's like, I might've misspoke earlier in the season. (laughs) Well, it's like, uh, wasn't Roger Clemens once who said uh, Andy Pettit misremembered. Yes. Uh, something about the steroid issue. <laughs> yeah. Andy misremembered. Uh, let's take a quick look at the uh, MVP, MVP odds yeah. movement. And we're going to hit on this with Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director, again in about 20 minutes. Uh, right now you're seeing uh, different favorites, yep. uh, different books to win NFL MVP, JVT. Yeah, right. So entering Sunday, uh, $1.80 favorite Tom Brady was uh, to win this award. But after the Saints-Buccaneers matchup, minus 110, and Aaron Rodgers went from 6-1 to one to plus 225. This is a one-book Caesar Sportsbook. Other spots have a plus price on Brady, but still in the range of a favorite. But Aaron Rodgers has taken over in some spots, too. Yeah, I believe Caesars and BetMGM now have Brady at a small plus price, and uh, DraftKings has Aaron Rodgers as the favorite. Yep, we'll cover that with Johnny Avello. On the other side, though, we have plenty to get to. The ramifications of the Cardinals' loss to the Detroit Lions, contest stuff, analytics, all so much to get to in the next 45 here on The Edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. 
but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off a VSEN all-access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits. Sign up today, and you'll also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, and our all-new College Bowl betting guide. I guess it's not all new. It did come out last week, but there's still valuable information in there. Uh, we cover every bowl game for only $39. That's the uh, big game special, $39 of vcin.com. So subscribe. Just tweeted it out right now. And BJVT, you can go check it out. That's the kind of stuff you can get. Great merch at the vcin store. Like a little vcin onesie that I got over the weekend for Dimitri. Huh? What do you think? Was that a gift? It was a gift, yeah. The vcin crew. From Brian Musburger yeah, and Bill company, yeah. So oh, I, I texted that. That's pretty Pre- sharp. Appreciate it. Does it have uh, the kid's name on the back? It does not. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> it doesn't. But I like it. It's a little big. Not a newborn size, you know what I mean? He's got to fill into it, but he'll wear it. He'll wear it. All right, we have a lot to get to from the National Football League weekend that was. So let's start with uh, the shocking upset. And that wasn't even an upset, man. Upset, you you kind of feel like the underdog squeaks by, gets a win. The Lions kicked ass against the Arizona Cardinals over the weekend. It was not even close Mm -hmm. what the Lions were doing to Arizona uh, when they upset them on Sunday. So now, uh, not surprising because we're getting down to the nitty and the gritty and the survivor over at Circa. Five entries still had the Cardinals left to use, yeah. and all of them got upset yesterday. So, overall, Cardinals, Jags, and Buccaneers of the seven entries that were eliminated, 16 entries remain in the Circa Survivor with 6 million clams on the line. I think if you survived yesterday, you got to feel fortunate because yes. uh, you get the Super Bowl favorite losing on its home field, talking about Tampa Bay getting shut out 9 nothing. The Bucks only one entry got knocked out because of that. Um, I never would have played the Jags in the Survivor, but whoever. Is there a chance played, that that was somebody who had two entries and maybe was well? It's possible. Something, yeah. Possible something like that. Played both sides, or somebody just uh, had used all the other teams that yeah. were viable <laughs> options, and down to the Jaguars, and then uh, the Cardinals. It's always risky to play uh, road favorites, even though we talk about home field advantage is not worth much uh, this season. We we've seen a lot of uh, big favorites get knocked off on the road. Colts week one. 2020. Knocked knocked Brent Musburger out, right? Brent out of the uh, (laughs) Circus Survivor Contest. Five people got knocked out, five entrants by the Cardinals. And that 30 to 12 loss at Detroit, which you are are correct, that score was not deceiving. No. And in fact, the. the Cardinals uh, looked might have even looked worse than that thirty to twelve score. So yep. it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they can bounce back against the Colts this week. That'll be tough. It, is, it was weird too. Like Kyler Murray, the, you know the uh, the pick for example that he threw that was returned to about mm-hmm. the five yard line or so, didn't look like he had a lot of zip on the ball. It kind of floated out there, allowed it to get intercepted. Like they just didn't really look good. Yeah. And the troubling part with Arizona, and it was asked of Cliff Kingsbury and the players over the weekend. 
Remember, this is a team that has a you know tendency under Kingsbury. It's a short sample size to fade in the second half. Yeah, we saw it last year uh-huh. too, right? And injuries to Murray were part of it, but he also suffered a pretty serious injury. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they can turn this around. They have set themselves up nicely where they're probably going to still make it into the postseason, but they're not a cinch to win that division, even though they were cruising for a while. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think this might be a, a storyline that's a trend, unfortunately, for Kyler Murray throughout his career because he's such a small guy. Yeah playing such a, a physical game and you're going to take hits and I'm not sure if he's going to be able to withstand uh, the pounding he takes year in and year out and a lot of times in the second half of the season it's when you're going to see him banged up and uh, not playing at his best and that's been the case with the Cardinals here the last few weeks. Yep. Let's talk about the Ravens Packers. How about if if you played the Packers in the Circus Survivor you had a serious sweat. <laughs> yes, you did. It came down after leading, what was 31 to 17, feeling great against the backup quarterback and the uh, backups of the Baltimore Ravens. But ultimately, you have to turn the Ravens away on a two-point conversion at the end of the game with 43 seconds left to survive. 31 to 30, the final score of the Green Bay Packers get by Baltimore. So let's discuss this because, of course, people are going to talk about it. And I just want to get this out of the way. And we mentioned this yesterday. The analytics, Lewis. If you mention the A-word when it comes to this decision at the end of the game, you have no idea what you are talking about. That was not an analytical move. You're talking about a-hole? <laughs> no, analytics. Wow. It's become, as I tweeted out the other day, it's become a pejorative term, analytics. It's a dirty analytics. word. Yep. Analytics. Every time a decision's made and a play-by-play guy goes, analytics. Yep. And then everybody else in the booth just groans, oh, man. And We can tell you this because we have the numbers to back this up. If you look at the win probability Mm -hmm. in terms of the decisions, because there are two touchdowns, right? The focus of this. The touchdown with 447 left to go in that game. That made it 31-23, and that was the time to go for two. Correct, and you see it there. The win probability, if you kick the PAT there, is 9.3%. But if you go for the two-point conversion, you up your win probability to 10.5%. And then you get to the final touchdown and going for two to win the game potentially. If you kick the PAT, your win probability goes up to 42.1%. And if you go for two, it's actually 39.5%. And remember, keep in mind, this is because they decided to kick the extra point after the first touchdown. Mm -hmm. It is clear that you're supposed to go, if you're going to go with the analytic route, you go for two after the first touchdown. And here's the other thing. Harbaugh has been quoted. He used the G word, which was it was a gut decision. Today, NFL Films actually released the sideline audio. I don't know if you saw the video, but after they called the timeout when they tried to draw him off sides, right, on the, uh, for the two-point attempt, he asked them, do you guys want to go for this or do we want to go to overtime? And all the players, let's win it, coach. Yeah. It was actually, let's win this bleep, coach, mm-hmm. right? The players wanted to do it too. So it was a gut decision. But if you're talking today about analytics ruining the game, it was not an analytical decision. It was a gut feel. Felt like his team could win it right there after they just came back down 14 points. Yeah. And that was that. I think an important point to make, too, is that it's not an outrageously bad decision that he didn't go for two after the first touchdown. Right. The difference is 1%, 9.3 to 10.5. Right. So you can't go berserk and say, this guy's a fool. I can't believe. Uh, a lot of times, too, you got to leave it. The, you know, a coach like John Harbaugh, he's in the flow of the game. Uh, he knows what plays they can use. If the players want to go for it, sometimes if you have a if you have a good feeling about it as a coach, and you're in the flow of the game, you'll make that decision believing it's going to be the right call. If the difference is one percent on the math, I'm not going to go berserk if the guy doesn't make that right. decision. I think he should have gone for two the first time, but I'm not going to go berserk because he didn't do it. Yeah, my thing is, if you were going to go for two to win the game, you go for two after the first touchdown, right? right? And as we've talked about here. And, and by the way, let me just get this out of the way too, because Harbaugh all of a sudden is a bad coach. The guy is 137-85 and in his career. He's got a Super Bowl title, multiple AFC Championship game appearances, and 11 wins in the postseason. That was a great coach. Part of the reason, by the way. Top coach in the NFL. Right. And by the way, part of the reason why is because he makes decisions like this and Mm -hmm. has throughout his entire coaching career. So let's pump the brakes on that. Yeah, there's one more thing to say about it. Because last week when the, the Ravens went for two against the Steelers, and there were a lot of people just ripping John Harbaugh for that decision. If Lamar Jackson makes a little bit better throw, that's a walk-in touch. That's a walk-in two-point conversion that's successful, and the Ravens win the game. Yep. Yesterday, Tyler Huntley had a receiver come open, wide open in the back of the end zone, did not see him because he was focused on forcing the ball to Mark Andrews, the tight end, over in the corner. If he would have uh, kept his vision you know, up and uh, looked – 
I guess, surveyed the field a little bit better, he would have found his receiver. I think that was Brown. I think so, yeah. It was Brown, I think, wide open in the back of the end zone. It would have worked. The Ravens win, and the critics don't say a thing. No, of course but, not. But uh, by the math, he should have gone for two after the first touchdown. Just a, a slim improvement in the uh, Ravens' win percentage if he did. I think a lot of, a lot of things get lost when you're talking about this. And uh, you, you hear a lot of analysts on TV just shredding John Harbaugh based on the results, you know, mm-hmm. because it didn't, it didn't work. So he's wrong. He's an idiot. Results-based results analysis yeah. is the worst kind of analysis. The great thing about hindsight is that it's always right, right? <laughs> like, come on. I, I agree with you. So. I mean, we're talking about analytics, too. One of the best has always been Bill Belichick. Right. So when the Patriots trailed 20-7 to with about eight minutes to go on Saturday night and had a fourth down inside the 10, why did Bill Belichick kick a field goal to cut it to 20-10? to 10? That was stunning to me. Uh, I, obviously, you needed two touchdowns to win the game 21-20. I can't figure out why Belichick kicked the field goal there. Yep, I agree. And, and by the way, and this is, I, I think... Part, this but you don't be, hear much criticism about that. No, you don't. It's interesting. Nope. And I, I want to just say this, too, because and this is the kind of the last point overall, because I know that Staley has obviously been thrown under the bus mm-hmm. as well after what happened against the Kansas City Chiefs. So it's a two-part thing. One, how do you think they beat the Chiefs the first time around, right? Because they were going for it on fourth down. And the other is, you and I both know this, I was on the wrong end earlier in the year of a 437-0 and trend, right? Because I bet on the Browns who lost to the Los Angeles Chargers. They lost, and that trend is now 437-1 and because Brandon Staley and the Chargers were mm-hmm. going for it on fourth down when they should have and increasing their win probability in a trend that was undefeated through 437 games up to that point. Yeah. So, And actually, Brandon Staley's gambles against the uh, Chiefs, if you call them gambles, would have worked if uh, Cook catches the pass, right. which was right in his hands. He would have walked in the end zone. Uh, for a touchdown, instead they get stopped, and you have a lot of second-guessing analysts saying, Brandon Staley's a fool. Take the three points. When he was a Hall of Famer six weeks ago. It should have been a walk-in touchdown. Yep. You know? (laughs) uh, I don't know. It gets gets annoying listening to all the talking heads out there who think they know everything. It it does. It does. Football today is different than it was ten years ago. Yeah, that's the other thing. Get used to it because this is actually this is changing, yeah. and this is the way that it's going. Uh, all right, uh, with that, we're going to stick with football. But Johnny Avello is going to be with us on the other side. We're going to discuss uh, everything with the football weekend, how it went for the books, and that MVP race, which has now been altered here a little bit uh, with uh, the loss by Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday Night Football. Don't go anywhere. It's the Edge here on Vsin. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. The segment of The Edge brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. They're capitalized. I think I have to do that, right? Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, McRib, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Sign me up. <laughs> Zen America's number one nicotine pouch, available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to Zen.com slash find. Locate a store near you. That's CYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, and I do feel like I must clarify there is no McRib flavor for Zen. I propose that idea. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to pass. Anyway, um, we're watching Adam Schefter report on ESPN, and he's wearing a scarf. He's live on the scene in Chicago. JVT, do you think I've ever worn a scarf? Oh, no my... shot. It's the wimpiest of apparels. Yeah, zero chance. Uh, how about John Avello? Do you think John Avello's ever worn a scarf? He looks pretty classy. I'm going to say yes. At some point, a scarf has donned the frail neck of one Johnny Avello. I wear him all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. When your neck's warm, everything else is warm, guys. That's, that's the way it works. I feel like if we're making power ratings of the wimpiest articles of clothing, it would be scarfs. Um, what's the... Uh, What's the little thing that's not a tie, but just you tuck into your shirt anyway? Are those things? Greg Peterson wears them all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bolo ties are up there. Vests. Uh, well, whatever. All right, John, uh, how did the weekend go? Uh, we had the big upset. Arizona Cardinals get their butts handed to them by the Detroit Lions. Uh, what did that result paired with everything else that happened over the weekend do for you guys? You mentioned the JVT. That was like the start of the, of the great day for us. Uh, you know, that was a huge game with, uh, with great revenue attached to it. 
and then as the day went on, the, you know, it, we just continued to win games. Uh, the Packers was another good one. Now, going into the last game, we're having a good day. If there's any way we can pick up that one, because, you know, we always have the Bucks. Uh, money. It's every single week, the Bucks is one of our top games, and uh, you know the Bucks will be one of our biggest losses. And then we got that one too. It just turned into an absolutely tremendous day. Let's talk about that. Last night, the Bucks eleven and a half point home favorites, shut out by the Saints nine zero. Tom Brady now one and four against the Saints, and uh, that one win was a big one in the playoffs. But he's been bad against New Orleans, Johnny. Uh, I see right now at DraftKings, Aaron Rodgers has moved into the favorites role to win MVP at plus 125. Tom Brady, the second choice, at plus 175. Some other books still have Brady as the favorite. So you, you believe Aaron Rodgers is the uh, new favorite, or is, is that just based on the liability you have on that prop? Uh, we do have a little you know, money coming in on him. I believe he should be the favorite. If you look at his power, his uh, quarterback rating, it's higher than Brady's. Uh, when you look on the field, what he does week in and week out, it's better than Brady. And last night, you know, Brady doing zero and Rodgers having a, uh, a nice game, you know, he has to be the favorite at this time. Now, that doesn't mean it has to stay that way, but he deserves to be the favorite at this point. Can Jonathan Taylor yep. sneak into this conversation? I think he's in the conversation. He should be right now. I saw him at 12 to 1 at one book this morning. Uh, can a running back steal this award? Could the NFL's leading rusher steal this award in the, the final few weeks, John? They, you know, Matt, a, a running back can steal it, but I'm not sure this is the year they're going to steal it. Uh, you know, when you look at the quarterback numbers, they're just fantastic. And and so Taylor's had a great year, scores every single week, certainly making people money to score a touchdown every week because he does. Um, and he is a reason why that team is where they are. He is an MVP for that team. But uh, I, I just think Aaron Rodgers is just having such a great year right now. And if Brady's going to pass him, that means Brady's numbers are going to be better. Um, I don't think it's the year for a running back. Have you seen any support for him at the window lately, John? Like, I think you guys still have him at double digits, right? Say that again, JVT. You broke up a little. Is that, do you guys, have you guys seen any recent support for Taylor at the window lately? Because I think you guys still have him at that 12 to 1 price range, right? I, a little JVT, but no, he's actually, if he wins it, he's that's actually good for us. Okay, I like it. All right, Johnny Avella with us. So it's been a chaotic few weeks in almost every sport, but of course the National Football League, we have four games that have yet to be played this week over the next two days, and that's of course going to kick off with the Raiders and the Browns coming up in uh, less than 30 minutes, John. So let's just start with that matchup overall. Uh, what did you deem the worth of one Baker Mayfield now that he's not going to play, and what have you seen as we get closer to kickoff in terms of action? Is there some tepid uh, money out there given the unknown status to both of these rosters you know JVT this is one of those games where you could say is kind of balanced out but I don't do not like the position we are in um, we opened this game Browns five we went to Raiders three and a half then we went back to Browns three and now we're back to Raiders three I mean we are just so open for a middle here it's ridiculous uh, now you know I just hope this game goes away and somebody wins it and it's by you know a six point seven points and we move on but I do not like our position for this game. <laughs> uh, do you think the Raiders deserve to be three-point favorites at this point? They've lost five of their past six. They're without their best offensive player, Darren Waller. But obviously the Browns have to start uh, Nick Mullins, at quarterback, their third option, and a guy who really doesn't know the offense. How do you analyze this matchup, John? Yeah, it's tough. Uh, you know, I, Malin, uh, Mullins is the, uh, the reason why this game swung to where it was the first time. Um, and now he's back as the starter. And, you know, the Browns are missing the coach and a few other players. They did they did get a couple guys back, so that's going to help. I think the Raiders deserve to be the favorite. Uh, can the Browns rally around Mullins? Because that's really what it's going to come down to. Uh, are the guys going to make big plays for Mullins? Um, is the running game going to be able to work? Is the defense going to be able to shut the Raiders down? Uh, if none of that happens, then the Raiders are going to be the winner. So let, let's see if the Browns have have some guts to him tonight. John, what's DraftKings official house rule on games that are postponed or rescheduled? Obviously here at the South Point, we've talked about it. If it's not played on the originally scheduled date, it's a refund and the game's reposted. The Westgate Superbook says the game must be played within eight days of the original date. What's your uh, rule at DraftKings on these games? For us, the official NFL week starts on a Thursday. That would be the Thursday night game. And so you any game from Thursday through the through Sunday, 
uh, has to be played by the following Wednesday. So that's a six-day window for that game to get in. Anything that's played within that six-day window has action. Okay. I like it. All right, John with us again. So let's go to the other matchup here. Where are you at? Uh, Minnesota and Chicago. And again, one of these teams, Chicago, dealing with a bunch of COVID absences and they move in favor of the Vikings. Uh, six and a half market wide. Is that where you're at, John? And do you believe that the Vikings should be this high against Chicago? Well, the line's indicative of where we are, JVT. I mean, we opened four, we're at six and a half. So, you know, it's been Viking money uh, only at this point. Now, I would expect there'll be some Bears money line, knowing the way our network plays, but uh, we're going to need the Bears tonight in this one. Yeah. You know, John, something that humans and I have kind of harped on all year long and something that I'm a proponent of is, you know, as humans, what's the phrase? Betting on bad news? Yeah. Like a lot of the times, John, it seems that maybe that there is actually value in the team that's suffering a lot of personnel losses because the market gets a little out of hand. Very true. Happens a lot. I, you know, I say that in basketball, too. I think a team, you know, that's that's missing some key players in the first game. Uh, I don't think it's that bad of a, of a choice to select that team. It's the games that follow are a problem. But that one game, there are players that can step up and get the job done and maybe even get a little more motivated for those games. So what I've noticed in basketball, when you see that happen, happens a lot of times the the team with that's supposedly decimated doesn't have the players usually turns out to be the right side we have two games on tuesday john it's going to be uh seahawks rams washington eagles uh when these games are rescheduled like this and you got numbers moving all over the board is it a headache for you as a bookmaker or the last two years have you just learned to roll with it well, we've learned to roll with it. I, and, you know, this is another one of those games where I don't like our position. The Rams game actually went from four to seven. So, uh, you know, that game has a normal move. They like the Rams. The Eagles game, we opened up two and a half, went to 11. Now we're at six and a half. Yeah. So we're just yep. all over the board on two games. I've never seen this much movement in NFL games uh, at this late in the season. So it's uh, it's new territory for me. All right, well, hey, before we get you out of here, we do have some time, so let's get to next week really quickly. And one of the games uh, that is going to be very important in New England and Buffalo, two and a half across the board with a total of 43 and a half. Do you expect this to get to that full three? No, I do not. Okay. Uh, I expect the Bills to be, be uh, sort of a play in this game unless there's just Patriots, Patriots fans out there. Um, this is a huge game. The Bills are actually win this game, run the table. They actually win a, can win a division, so them to see a different build team than we saw in that snow wind blown game uh that doesn't mean that the patriots won't show up and be a good game i just expect this to be just that a very good game all right the colts play on saturday for the second week in a row christmas day double header assuming it goes off uh this week with uh, two games on saturday how do you think that colts cardinals game is going to be bad obviously the cardinals have been uh, slipping and uh john looks like uh, right now at DraftKings, you've got Arizona as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. So how's that game going to be better on Christmas? Well, we opened this game four, and we're down to one-and-a-half. Now, that doesn't mean that's all movement. We, you know, we had the, the look-ahead line, and the, and the Cardinals lost a little of their power rating last week. So yeah, so this game is now you know, one-and-a-half. Basically, there is money on the Colts right now, but, but I'll expect – I think there'll be Colt money – uh, I think there'll be Arizona money in this on Saturday. Johnny Avello again, head honcho over at DraftKings. John, good to talk to you, sir. Thank you as always. Thank you, guys. Yep, you got it. All right. Plenty of football, man. This is so great. We've got two games today. We also have NBA, and I got, a, I got a couple of best bets for the association later tonight, and a lot more to get to in the last couple of minutes here on The Edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now 
wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. Ooh, hey, reminder. Sign up for a play card, debit card, MasterCard, and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank and a member FDIC. Smooth. About 20 minutes away from kickoff in Cleveland. How many times today will Brent Musburger say jackpot, baby? Um, personally, Over under two and a half. Uh, personally, I'm hoping it's under. under. I've, got, I've got the Cleveland Browns tonight <laughs> against the Las Vegas Raiders. So to reiterate where we're at, and we'll get to that as part of the best bets too, but uh, Raiders, three-point favorite. Still, like you said, 15, 20 minutes to kick off, so we can see some adjustment. And the numbers are spanning wherever you shop, right? There's two and a half altered juice out there. There's threes here at the South Point. They don't alter the juice, so you can come in and grab that full three if you want with the Cleveland Browns. But it's going to close in this range. And, again, we've talked about this a lot. Market overreacting just a bit, potentially. Going from Baker Mayfield to Nick Mullins, a six-point swing from yesterday. I think there's some value there with the team at home in the Cleveland Browns. I'll give you a dollar if you can name the uh, Cleveland Browns interim coach tonight. Uh, it's like their director of personnel something. I've got no shot, no. Kevin Prefer. Okay. He's going to be the acting head Ooh. coach. Kevin Stefanski out with COVID-19. Is that uh, the uh, controversial former Minnesota Vikings special teams guy? <laughs> I think that might be, yeah. Okay. Kevin, actually, Pre- Kevin Prefer against Rich Basaccia. Man, what a, what the, a match of uh, a head head duel but, today in Cleveland. The six and seven Raiders. By the way, the Raiders, um, I'm going to say after week five or week six, were the number two seed in the AFC. Yep. They are now the number 13 seed. Shoot, dude. I had a, I have an MVP ticket of 25 to one on Derek Carr that I bet yeah. at the beginning of the year. I thought, this is great. And it looked good. For three weeks? <laughs> and then not so much? No. Not so much. Uh, by the way, very quickly, too. Uh, because there's like that narrative floated out there by local media. Versace is not sniffing the job. Let's uh, let's move on from that one. Uh, you know, I thought he had a chance initially, but when you drop five out of six, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, best bets. Let's get to them. Uh, we will start with uh, the association for myself over the weekend. It was Friday's plays. Uh, two plays, a split there, Celtics plus three. And this is the danger, right? Yeah. The Celtics were catching three points, bet that. All of a sudden, COVID absences, Dennis Schroeder, uh, it was actually non-COVID illness for him, but Al Horford and Grant Williams were part of those. So they were down three rotation players and still actually came back from down near 20 to make it a game and almost covered, but ultimately did not. At some spots, by the way, that closed four. Yep. And they lost the game 111 to 107. Yeah. So uh, that was uh, that was a spot where if you got in late on the number, it was uh, ultimately a cover for you near the end. And then uh, the uh, Portland Trailblazers in uh, what I deemed a buy low spot that day against the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Damian Lillard has one of his better games, and they get a big win 125 to 116. So a split there. We get to th- uh, 43 and 22 on the year. Two plays for today. Rockets plus 7.5 against the Chicago Bulls. Matt Humans, this is down to about 6.5 pretty much everywhere that you look. Uh, the Bulls are the second leg of a back-to-back. We saw that DeMar DeRozan carried this team, was absolutely great against Los Angeles Lakers last night. But this is a twofold thing. Uh, one, if you look at Chicago over the last 14 games, uh, very quietly regressed defensively. They're 8-6 and six straight up, 7-7 seven and seven against the spread, uh, with a defensive rating that's ranging in about 14th, 15th, depending on where you look at your numbers. In terms of efficiency, last three games, defensive rating of 117. And this Rockets team has turned things around. Over their last, uh, we can pull this right, pull this number up really quickly. Uh, for Houston, if you look over the last 13 games, the second best, third best 
offensive rating in the NBA. Mm. They have really turned things around offensively. That's surprising. They're, yeah. yeah. Their core, Eric Gordon, Jay Sean Tate, Garrison Matthews, Christian Wood, plus 4.4 net rating went on the floor together and an average of 121.3 points per 100 possessions. So play on the number that was too high and a play on an offense that I think gets a uh, less than less than stellar defense in the Chicago Bulls. And the other side, the rematch. The 73-point blowout victory for the Memphis Grizzlies weeks ago. This is a rematch between these two clubs. Big difference, though, as noted in the write-up here today, and as I talked about in that game, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Josh Giddy, Kendrick Williams, and Derek Favors, among the personnel that were missing that night for the Oklahoma City Thunder, all four of them are going to be on the floor tonight for OKC. Now, does look like John Morant might make his return today. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing for OKC. Might see a minutes restriction. I've got to tell you this. Yeah. I think a lot of people are stunned, including myself, at how well the Grizzlies have played without Scott Morant. <laughs> yes. Huh? It's been nuts. Now, wow. the schedule has not been great, so you keep the, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but still. Yeah. They, they won like eight out of nine. They've won eight Morant. out of nine, and yeah. statistically, their net rating, they've been blowing teams out. Like, they've been pretty good in those games against lesser opponents. But regardless, took nine there. It's nine and a half and nine everywhere else, so still floating around that number. Uh, anyway, National Football League uh, win over the weekend with the Indianapolis Colts, laying two against the Patriots. Had to sweat that out here at the end. It looked like the Colts were going to blow it, but ultimately, do not. So bring the record to 27-19 and one for the year and add a play here as we talked about. Give me the Browns plus three against the Raiders today. All right. So you got play uh, on Monday afternoon football. That's right. I like it. Uh, all right. Let's get to uh, my best bets quickly. I'll just recap the NFL. There's not a whole lot to recap. I lost that teaser with the Patriots on it. Um, also won the Steelers play plus two. And lost the Giants. Plus oh, Jake Fromm had come on, basically first and goal, four cracks at it. Can't get the Giants in the end zone for the backdoor touchdown. A little bit frustrating, but hey, uh, I knew I made that bet knowing that uh, I might regret betting the G-men. This, this is just a tough team to bet. I'm, I'm probably not going to do it again. Uh, the Cowboys. It was kind of a fate of the Cowboys too with Dak Prescott in that slump that he's still in. By the way, yeah, I was going to say you were kind of right to an extent. They didn't play very well. Dak Prescott in the offense. Cowboys offense has got uh, some issues right now. Uh, college football. Quick look at the best bets. I did have a couple I put up on vcin.com and in the New York Post over the weekend. Did not use them on this show. I'm not sure why, but I had Western Kentucky plus three and uh, Utah State plus seven and a half. Bailey's happy. And, what uh, a game. What's up? Bailey Zappi. What a game, huh? That was great. Bailey Zappi with 62 <laughs> touchdown passes this season. Yep. Um, close, I think around 6,000 yards passing. Just an incredible season for the Western Kentucky quarterback and a blowout of App State in that game. Uh, coming up in the bowls, I have Western Michigan, Memphis. Uh, Memphis on Christmas Eve, Western Michigan, I think right after Christmas. Monday, yep. And uh, you see Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Michigan State, and Michigan. I did have one small play in college hoops. I didn't put it up as best bet today because it's just a uh, kind of a pizza and beer bet. And uh, I took Incarnate Word plus 38 and a half at Purdue. Okay. And uh, that's it's we've really had slim pickings on the college hoops card aside Sucks. from Saturday, which Saturday was a really good day in college hoops. But I played the Cardinals. Plus 38 and a half tonight. I think Purdue's got to empty the bench here. You, there's, you're foolish if you play your starters, um, even any significant minutes in a game like this. Plus, Incarnate Word has been competitive. Lost by 22 at Texas Tech, lost by 27 at Baylor. I think 38 and a half is a little bit too much for a team that uh, should be clearing the bench no later than midway through the second half. I'm not even sure why you play some of your frontline guys in the second half at all. Tough sandwich spot for Purdue with Nickel State on the horizon as Nickel well. Nickel State's actually not a bad team. Yeah. Actually gave Wisconsin uh, fits over the weekend. But uh, Nichols is definitely the tougher of those two games. But there's no reason to be playing your starters much in a game like this. All right, what else do we got? All right, well, we do have news. Uh, we should point out a couple of things. This is something you and I talked about off the air. Uh, but it does look like A.J. Brown could be making his return for the Tennessee Titans here this weekend against the San Francisco. Oh, actually, Thursday. Thursday yeah, night. Thursday. Yep, against uh, the San Francisco 49ers. And I know that's a spot that I think you and I in agreement have kind of circled uh, to maybe buy low there on the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, you know, I was anti-Titans this weekend at Pittsburgh, but the, I've said the Tennessee defense deserves respect. And the Titans defense allowed the Steelers 168 total yards. The problem is Ryan Tannehill and the offense turned the ball over three times in a span of 10 snaps, and not many teams can overcome that. I think the Niners win, you'll probably agree, the 31-13 win over the Falcons, that score is deceiving. Absolutely. Uh, that should have been a much closer game. I think this number's inflated with the Niners laying three and a half at Tennessee. You're going to get a desperate home dog performance here. If A.J. Brown's back, I think the Titans 
uh, will be a buy sign here. So uh, I'll probably look at the home dog, even though I'm not going to play it yet. It's tough to play many of these games early yeah. just because you don't know who's going to be on the field. And you're going to make a bet, and all of a sudden got it at a bad number because these five players are out with COVID. So I'm probably going to wait a little bit to make some NFL plays this week. And I would assume that A.J. Brown really isn't going to move the number from the market's perspective. I wouldn't think it moves it. Not even a half point, right. uh, but to me, he's got more of an. He would have more of an impact on the game because Ryan Tannehill needs him out there. A guy I think makes zero impact on the numbers. Julio Jones, yes. AJ Brown's more important. And to your point too about San Francisco, for those who are wondering, he went thirty-one to thirteen. What are you talking about? Uh, four trips inside the eight-yard line for the Atlanta Falcons resulted in three points. So mm. you allowed him to get there. And as we talked about yesterday, Russell Gage was just mossing dudes left and right. You know, playing on some poor DB play by San Francisco, and uh, maybe with some better wide receiver play for Tennessee, they are actually going to get something here in terms of a better offensive effort. So I would agree with that. So three and a half right now with a total of forty-four and a half. We'll see if that's going to be the case. And actually, you mentioned the Giants. It is worth noting too. Uh, the season is done for Danny Dimes. They are shutting him down. <laughs> so we will see the combination yeah. of Mike Lennon and Jake Fromm State Farm as we move forward. It's got to be Jake Fromm. It has to be. Yeah, not that, that, not that it's a big deal, but I don't want to see Mike Glennon take another snap. <laughs> I know Paul Bovey was in. He said Mike Glennon is a baller. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what league he could ball in, but it's not the NFL. <laughs> Maybe like a you know like Reckley like I've seen black football. I don't want to see Mike Glennon take one more snap or throw one more errant pass. I can't take it. You know, probably just shut the whole Giants team down for the season. Just have them forfeit the rest idea. of the way and yeah. uh, fire Judge. Let's get, get it done. Get rid of Gettleman. Get rid of Judge and just start over. Black football scene out here is pretty intense in Vegas. I mean, he's probably coming out here. I'll take him on my team. All right, that does it for us. My guys in the desert coming up next. Good luck with everything. You're going to need it with all these absences and COVID. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.